<gasps> Good evening and welcome to Success in the City. As you can see, we are live from Fletcher's. <laughs> we have a live studio audience, so if it goes wrong, it's their fault. Totally. Um, and with the lovely Sandra Scott, and our fabulous guest today is the inspirational Liz Bentley. Oh, so thank you, Liz. And we'll find out everything that Liz has been doing um, a little bit later in our show. First, we shout out to the kids, any little people who've done amazing things. So, successes for little people. Have we got any? Um, I haven't got any little people this week who I've got successes to. I normally say I've got um, some new people, actually, who've, who've gone very well. And some what I would say is some of the young people are quite nervous at the moment, people who've got GCSEs coming up. Uh, year 10 pupils as well oh i did have a new lad um who did some french yesterday it was great called luca it was really quiet and then he did very well at the end so shout out oh, to luca. shout out to luca well done luca um have i got any little people no oh no because we're really super rehearsed today um beth and oh yeah beth, well, beth, so beth and youngie people who <laughs> on friday and that was me success that's one of my successes yeah. we had a feel good friday um and Beth and Jack were amazing and they took it all on board and yeah, it was cool. Any little people you want to shout out to? You don't know a lot of little people. That's cool. That's cool. All right, no worries. That's cool. So little people do something really boss this week so we can shout about it next week. Indeed. Yeah, Indeed. absolutely. Okay. We also have a success of the week. Something amazing that's happened to us personally. Yeah. So I'm gonna go last on this one today. Oh, okay. Um mm-hmm. okay. So, um, Liz, have you had a success this week? I think you have. Well, I'm actually putting on this event. Yes. And that's why we're in Fletcher's, is we put on events, which we will find out a little bit more about. Um, but it's International Women's Day, so a big shout out to all the amazing, inspirational women out there. Um, and we'll find out more about that um, and how you're here and why you're here and loving every minute of sitting <laughs> next to me. Um, and what about your success? Success this week. Um, so, what have I done this week? What haven't we what done? What haven't we done? Well, Friday was brilliant. You oh, Friday! I went to see. That. No, well, I went to see Gio on Friday. So that was that was like the success in work was that Anna came in and did Feel Good Friday with us, and we had some solution focused hypnotherapy, and we chilled and we Which, did an amazing, amazing and thing. Can I just say I have slept every night since it was unbelievable. That was so good. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant. And Anna's going to be a guest on our show um, yeah, very wait. soon, aren't you? Yes, she's over happen. there okay yeah um so yeah she's gonna be a guest on our show but then on friday night we went to see giovanni just saying on his own well he, he had dancers and he had singers and he could have been on his own he was just amazing almost a bit like anton so anton is like me ultimate fave that i like love forever geo's coming a close second okay mm, yeah i mean mom said it was the best show ever didn't you mom mom's over that side hello. yeah they might not be able to hear you because the microphone's here but my mom's shouting hello as well we've got audience participation tonight so yeah um so yeah i think i think um we went to see geo what else are we going to done loads of stuff haven't we there's just um, been loads going on all the time at the minute i think that might be it for now as well okay well my got a big success actually this week and I wasn't sort of aware what was happening today as usual and I thought that we were just coming to do this show I thought I was going to turn up at half seven and do the show and you well were like, done and then I was like all oh, right and then I sat there and it we're, we're going to talk about the event and what's happened today and how brilliant it's been but actually you stood up talking and my success is my friendship with you 
<laughs> no, it is honestly. Honestly, I'm so grateful to you as a friend and um, and everything you've done for me. Honestly, <laughs> 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 no, I thought that, and you stood up, and you stood up, and you did your talk, and I just thought, I'm so lucky to know you. As so you can I say, just I am. You yes, heard you always tell you that every day that you are very lucky. No, today. I am. I'm so lucky. But to everybody who knows, my nickname is Tiny Tim. It gets a little bit emotion around me. It like rubs off slightly. Sorry. No, and then you've got like proper watery eyes. Sorry. And then I have so thank you for that. And it's supposed to be positive and successful. Moving on. Moving on very swiftly. Moving on. What the hell? I know. What like what you just got to you here, hasn't it? Right, go on anyway. Anyway, moving on, what do we do next? We're gonna get to know Liz. No, we're not. We're gonna play this or that. That's what I mean. Yes, this or that. That's what we do. We're gonna get to know you a bit about your face. Liz was like really that. panicking about coming on this super professional show. She said it's just like talking, as Helen always says, your auntie and your nan. I'm the nan, apparently. Yeah. So there we go. So when the young people come on, so Liz's son Tommy came on. He was our Guinness Book of Records holder. Just saying, um, and I did say it's like having a chat with your with your nan and your auntie and having your so anyway we're gonna play this or that okay this or that you going first to me am i going first yeah i'll go first okay okay shopping in town or shopping online shopping in town me shopping in town a hundred percent me shopping in town we're gonna to ask the audience because we've got one <laughs> No, online all day long. Hello says online. In town always. Anna's in town because they've got a pub as well. Yeah, they haven't got a pub in here. That's why I go like online. Shopping in town, me mum. Drinking in town, yeah. Cindy just bypasses the shopping and she just drinks. Are you an online? Anne's an onliner. Joyce, are you online shopping or in town? In town. Kath? in town yeah not too many bags the golden yeah. girls are out and they get the vouchers and the discounts so of where the prosecco's free yeah, yeah. <laughs> anybody who's watching will be like now checking all the vouchers um yeah so shopping in town won that one okay okay great i'm gonna go veggie or vegan veggie veggie carnivore cindy's a carnivore well, when I was little, my gran used to make me eat animal, but I didn't like animal. Oh. So there was like... Was it because it was an animal or was it because yeah, you didn't like the taste? Rabbit, hearts, brains, you name it, I've had it, but I didn't like it. Yeah. So as soon as she died, I went to a veggie. Oh, right. When well, I was 13, because you didn't say no to my gran. My mother oh. used to get a quarter cow and a sheep delivered to that. <laughs> she was a cookery teacher. She had a big, massive chest freezer in her bedroom. And the butcher would come. It was horrendous. And I would, you know, when you're a teenager and like, ee, and you don't want to look at anything like that. And she'd get a big, massive, massive cardboard thing that would come. And one would have like cow all over the place. And the other one was a lamb all over. And then the butcher would portion it as she told him to, but then we'd portion it or she would into smaller bits. One year she was ill. I was going out on a night out and I was about 20 odd. And you know, when you're going out, that's your priority when you're young. So this, and she goes, you'll have to cut the meat. And I was like, that. <laughs> and I had to slice the joints for the roast along this big thing. Well, I got fed up and I was like, and my mates, where are you? <laughs> so the joints in the end were like that big, they were massive. 
and everything. And uh, all year she moaned about it. And that was the meat for the year with a few chickens, obviously. And that which I used to get from Chicken George's and John, John's Market. Anyway, I'm a vegan now. I'm a vegan. I so we have this vegan. conversation. Sandra and I were walking in town and we'd been out and we'd had one or two light ales. We were off our packing of crisps. And we were going into the pub. And she told me the story about like cutting this cow up, and I was just gone. Like, what the hell? <laughs> it was terrible. We had everything. Oh, it was awful. Well, your mum is an amazing, amazing oh, cook. Brilliant she? cook, absolutely. She, brilliant she was a cookery yeah. teacher, home economics. So Big she's, niece person. Yeah. So she's very good at all that, isn't she? Yeah. 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 <laughs> she used to get six trotters and stick them up with jumping. <laughs> Yeah, I said to Helen, didn't did your mum used to buy you a chicken's claw to pull the tendons? And she went, no. <laughs> my my mum bought me a Cindy house. She goes to St John's and my mum would go, have you got the chicken's claw? And I'd be eight with the chicken's foot like that on the market. Honestly. <laughs> well, my uncle Ken oh. used to have them, but that was, yeah. And auntie's anyway. mum. Anyway, so you're moving on, you. where are we up to? Okay. Oh yeah, Jordan. Okay, theatre or cinema? Theatre. Theatre. We've all been going the theatre lately. Theatre, one hundred percent. Yeah. Great to be back. Yeah. Theatre, definitely. And my poor dad. So we went to see. Um, what did we go and see? Oh, we went to see Hairspray, and I got tickets. Yeah, and he was like traumatized because he didn't have a clue what was going on. But he did say the singing and dancing was quite good. Then we went to see Bedknobs and Broomsticks. And I was like, oh, and he went, oh, it was amazing the way they moved the set. And I was like, the bed flew. And then he was like, but I've never seen it. So the poor man's traumatized. <laughs> but we always, I'm taking him to see Singing in the Rain and he knows the songs and, and, and the story to that. So he's okay. Brilliant. So, yeah. um, okay. Is it me or you? Oh, it's me. Okay. Yeah. Um, coffee or tea? Ooh, coffee. Coffee? Ooh. Coffee? Tea. Tea. If I had to give up, you know I love coffee, mm. but if I had to give up one, if it was one or the other, I'd give up coffee and keep tea, definitely. Would yeah, because I drink loads of tea all day long, because I try just to have one or two coffees, don't I? Yeah, but you do now. The fact it's eight things of coffee, <laughs> of yeah. fresh ground, I know, I, I do need to give And up when coffee. you stop coffee, you're like really poorly, aren't you? I'm ill. If I give it up, I'm like, <laughs> an, like an addict. Addict to caffeine, yeah, it's shocking. No, it goes like, like proper like twitches and everything, yeah. more than normal. Like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like dead ill. <laughs> and she has a tea like the Queen. Don't you? I do like an Earl Grey. Oh, an Earl oh Grey. I like Earl Grey. I like perfume, perfume in a cup. Lady Grey's a bit perfume in a cup. Okay. Last one. Okay, last one for me would be beach holiday or city break. Beach holiday. Oh, was it? Yeah. It's yeah. difficult. It's always difficult. Oh, that yeah. Um, city break. Barcelona because it's got a city and a beach. Oh, clever. I know. Yeah, Rio. Oh, Rio. We're Rio. going to Rio. I'm going to carry the drum. <laughs> well, it's Salvador in Bahia, in northern Brazil, which has a bigger carnival. And I was speaking to Julia Hoff yesterday, who was at Fazenda, and she's Brazilian. And she, I said, she said, oh, you're going to the real carnival because everyone thinks it's Rio. That's a classy one. Well. <laughs> The, the one in there, Salvador, is the biggest carnival in the world. So I'm hoping to play the drum there. Oh, and the Bachelor are doing a fundraiser. Oh, my Uncle Ron. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. Oh, I need glasses. So I need that. glasses, but Jane Thistlewood's Ooh. listening in, so we're going to give Jane <laughs> a wave. Doing? There's another one, but I can't read it. And my Uncle Ron says, in town, save... Oh, in town, save jobs. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought you said right. save jobs. Yeah. I was like, hey, you know, in town, save jobs, exactly. Yeah. 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 So in town, yeah. 
Milk Fantastic. Yeah, cool. Okay, so we did say that we'd get heckling from the audience and could my mum and her mates be quiet for an hour? We decided that they couldn't. They told us that they could. It's been, what have we been? 12 minutes and seven seconds. Who's won the sweep? Who's won the sweep to see how quiet they could be? And Anne's being very well behaved because she was a teacher, so she understands. Well, it. Anne will know that the Ofsted refer to that as low-level chatter, don't they? <laughs> That's what the Ofsted inspector calls that. Low-level chatter. <laughs> you wonder what you said up to now, Liz, don't you? <laughs> so we're here today. Yeah. We're here. Outstanding on the right, low-level chatter on the left. Um so we're here in What's me that what's me tell you? Oh, my uncle Ron says, Tell your mother to button it. <laughs> <laughs> and my uncle Ron can say that because he's the he's big brother. brother. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so there you go. He knows you so well. In fact, yeah. So anyway, Liz is here. It's International Women's Day, and Liz and I met a year ago, 18 months ago ish. Um, and she came up to me and she said, Do you do anything for International Women's Day? And I said, No. But I have been involved in a few um, bits and pieces before, you know, teaching in events and things like that and, and teaching young people and stuff. And she said, I've always wanted to do something for International Women's Day. And I said, that's a great idea. And then um, lockdown happened and we didn't know whether we were coming or going or what was happening. And about four weeks ago, five, five, yeah, five weeks ago, she said, oh, it's International Women's Day on the 8th of March. And we looked and it was a Tuesday and we thought, what a cool idea. And so your original vision was to put a big community event yeah. on. And um, the community event we thought would be a little bit tricky to, to, to organize in five weeks, but we wanted something to raise funds that we could raise the money and then put that towards the community event as well as um, raising money for a charity as well. So um, we had a little chat, introduced you to Anna and to Christine Penner, who's got Fletchers, who is one of our past guests, who's mm. waving from over there. And you've been helping today. And I've been helping today, which is why I am sporting my Fletchers workwear. Employee if I turn around, employee of the month, my photograph <laughs> um, will be on that. the board. Yeah. Just I'll saying. never hear the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get employee of the month of Fletchers? No, no. must have been me. No. <laughs> okay. So Liz is here, and it was Liz's great idea. And you're a little bit nervous, but it's okay. All right. You're with your friends. You're with your friends and my mum and all their mates. So that's cool. Um, and so, um, where did it come from in your head originally about International Women's Day? Well, when I found out about International Women's Day, I, um, I discovered that it had been like an event since 1911. And I didn't know anything about it growing up. So it was like kind of, I thought it was really bad. And when I'd done some more research, I found out that it was like um, a national holiday in 27 countries. Yeah. And I was really shocked when you told me that because you were saying, um, oh, you know, it's been, I didn't know it had been yeah. going on for that long. And then, mm -hmm. you know, they celebrate it so much and oh, they yeah. give... They give people like the day off. Yeah, my um, my son's girlfriend's Italian, and yeah. last year she sent me a big message or half, and I was like, oh right, yes, <laughs> a big happy uh, International Women's Day, and they celebrated there. They have flowers. They gave me a mix of flowers and yeah. Italy, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't remember the words. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, I was trying to tell her about that oh, Italian okay. thing, yeah. But yeah. Like, but yeah, so I just was like, you know, so why doesn't anyone celebrate? And I don't think women celebrate themselves anyway. I don't think women 
put themselves forward. They look after their families. Mm-hmm. They look after other people. But they don't celebrate their own successes. Mm-hmm. I think that by saying, yeah, yeah, and and it is. It's a bit like that's why sort of during lockdown there was loads of people, wasn't there? Who, who weren't doing amazing things, and they were all mm-hmm. whinging. And then we decided success in the city was to. That's why we so to yeah, share those there, success yeah. stories, and I think a lot of people think it's boasting, isn't it? Or you know, yeah. the bragging and boasting. And it's for me, I always say you're not bragging and boasting, you're inspiring somebody else. So if you tell your story, somebody yeah. could be watching. And I think, especially with women, um, if somebody successful does something, then they look and they go, Oh, if they can do it, then I can do it. Yeah, so, I think you're right. I think growing up, I think it was like, Oh, well, you know, you don't put yourself forward, it's ingrained, isn't it? Sort of thing as you were growing up. But yeah, I think, um, to put yourself across, like we've had a lovely event here tonight, yeah, yeah, and everyone's really enjoyed themselves, and it's been really good fun. And yeah. everyone's come up and still, that was really good. Yeah, but it just takes someone to say, Well, let's should we do it? And then, and I've got to say, your organizing <laughs> skills are like amazing, just yeah. lists. PowerPoint presentation. Oh, no, we're a bit, we're good to go, fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had yeah. to get a bit feet. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, oh, it was very organised. But amazingly organised, and you've done an amazing job. Um, well, so, not just on you. Not just on you, though. Well, everybody comes together, don't you, to support one another. So what was your, so you wanted to do an International Women's Day. Is it from a young age that you wanted to do things like this, or is it? Yeah, so I grew up, in, my grandparents were doctor's caretakers, so I lived most of the time over the surgery. So I got to know loads of the community growing up. But I started noticing that women of a certain age were just dropping off the radar. Like, we fast forward 19 years, and I went to work in the doctors. Oh, right. And my first job was to summarise all the records. And so when you start summarising the record, you start finding out what's wrong with so-and-so and so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And it seemed to be a lot of women at menopausal age were being treated in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So I remember women being sectioned, oh. police coming to the doctor, coming, and women getting sectioned and sent away for hysteria. And I remember that in the my hysteria, lifetime. Hysteria, I'd have well gone. <laughs> You'd have never been out ever. I'm there every week. In the, in the days when I was growing up, a husband could report his wife to the doctor to say he can't cope with her. Oh, really? I think yeah. that would have been me years And ago. I just thought it was absolutely yeah. awful. Yeah. And if it wasn't that bad, it was like, you know, a woman would go to the doctors and they'd be like, oh, antidepressants or yeah. oh, hysterectomy. The amount of hysterectomies yeah. was ridiculous. And it just seemed that mental health and menopause seemed to go alongside each other. Yeah. And to me, it was like, this is like a real injustice. No one listens to women when there's, there was all men doctors. There was never yeah. any women doctors. Yeah. We were Catholic families. Yeah. So you talk to the local priest. Well, he wasn't going to give you much advice on yeah yeah, and yeah back in the 1900s a lot of women didn't live long enough to go through the menopause it was because they were dying at a certain age yeah Yeah. so it wasn't until you got to sort of the 60s and the 70s people started going through they had no one to go through for advice yeah so fast forward more years and after like jobs and everything i started researching the menopause and I realised like what was going on, and I put on some um, workshops at Blackburn House. Oh yeah, and went into John Lewis and like for the staff and everything. All because yeah. a few years ago, um, it become a big thing in profile. You know, like um, in the news, it was like menopause in the workplace, menopause this, that, and the other. Yeah. So it's like, and people, there was the big HRT scandal. Oh, you know, you're on HRT now, you've got to come off HRT because it's dangerous. And no, it's not. So there was all that going on. So it was now more like educating people and telling them. 
in what was out there and what was available. So yeah. then there was that part of it and then mental health that goes along with it. So yeah, so I just wanted to. And part of your menopause training, did you go off and just research that yourself or did you? Yeah, because I started going to the menopause right, as well. Okay. So I, I started researching it um, and I went like and spoke to people and had some education. Mm. I had to go to a private doctor to get HRT because my doctor wouldn't prescribe it to really? me. So Gosh. I had to go and pay privately to get it. But then once it had been prescribed by a menopause doctor, my doctor would prescribe it for Oh, then. because it's like... Because he didn't know anything about it because the doctors right. don't get trained. I think they get about five hours in medical school. Yeah, if yeah. That, yeah yeah and i think now and i know that last year and this year so during lockdown i did a bit of research about like um women's health and well-being and it was all about the menopause but it was all to do with sports and how you should exercise mm -hmm. during your cycle and you should do particular things on different weeks um which nobody ever tells you about because they just you know and so you shouldn't be doing hit training on week you know the, the week of your, your period and things I like that a minute are you listening uncle ron <laughs> <laughs> So, my uncle Ron's cool with all this. Fine. He's cool with all this. But our men need to be educated as well because they can't support us otherwise. And he lives. He so lives with a woman. Ron needs to listen. <laughs> <laughs> Another careful today. <laughs> Go on. So, I was going to say, yeah. I did a lot of research and stuff like that, but they are sort of putting it out there a bit more now, and, and there's yeah. lots of um, more. Um, information available and it's not as taboo to talk it's a bit like the mental health we should be talking about mental health yeah and we should be opening up then we also should be opening up about everything else but i think women were finding they go to the doctors the start of the menopause and they were just giving antidepressants that's all that ever was prescribed so mental health and menopause i think go together yeah mm -hmm. i think it really does go together and i think the other thing is educating your, your family because if your family don't know what you're going through they can't support you yeah so, like, for example, when I first met my husband, he was, like, used to wear, use the word the change, and I absolutely Oh, yeah, they used to always say that word, it. yeah. But now he's more educated than anyone else. He goes into work and tells all the fellas. Excellent. Oh. Well done, John. <laughs> and John's going to come on our show. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he has a running group, my John. John's going to come on a show, okay. but only if Steve's mate comes on, because he's That's a little okay. bit shy. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... When you were talking about the event and you said, right, okay, this is what, you know. Well, I wanted to do a community event to start with, but it was a little bit too ambitious for like five weeks' time. So we thought, let's put this on first, let's raise some money. Mm -hmm. The money we get today is going towards our community wellbeing event in the summer. Brilliant. And any money raised from that is going to go towards our chosen charity, which is RASA. Oh, fantastic. And are you going to tell us about RASA and how RASA yeah, started? I can so tell for the you people that. who don't know about RASA? So um, RASA was. Um, came about because of the death of a local woman called Diane Sindel. She died in 1986. Um, do you want me to tell the full story? Yeah, yeah, you can do, yeah. I'll just put my glasses it's, on. It's, it was, I'd, I've done interpreting for RASA and I didn't know how it came about, okay. so I was fascinated when you said that before. So um, Diane um, was run a florist shop and she was engaged to be married and she'd taken an evening job in a bar to raise extra funds for her wedding. On the evening of the 2nd of August 1986, she ran out of petrol on her way home from a shift in the pub and she went off along Borough Road in Birkenhead in search of a 24-hour garage, but she never made it. She was battered, raped and murdered by Peter Sullivan. And following his trial and imprisonment, widow women started an annual nighttime march through Birkenhead to help people regain confidence on the streets. And that's how Rasa was born. Yeah. And there's a memorial plaque to Diane on Borough Road opposite the Pyramids car park. 
the place where she was found murdered. Yes. And one of the ladies here today actually knew her. Oh, oh gosh. She oh. told me she knew her. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And I think the thing you were talking as well about um, during um, the lockdown of, of how many referrals. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, Rathus Bandits were a rape and sexual abuse charity and their mission is to provide a free confidential and non-judgment support service for people affected by abuse and they've got three branches in Hoylake, Sefton and Birkenhead and run a crisis helpline and they offer help to both men and women and their sunflower projects works with children and young people aged 6 to 18 and in the last the last year they received over 2,500 referrals um, and of them um, over 500 were girls and boys. It's yeah. just like so sad, isn't it? But it just shows the importance of having these amazing when, um, charities. When I was interpreting, I was interpreting for uh, con we've seen a lot about refugees, mm. uh, Ukrainian refugees at the moment. I was interpreting in French, so a lot of them were from the former Belgian colonies, so like the Congo, places like that. People who've been victim of uh, rape attacks and everything. And when you, you're interpreting, so they're telling their story in French and then I'd say it in English and go back and forwards like that. And um, I thought the volunteers for that charity were just so Amazing. special. It's an absolutely brilliant charity, yeah. Rasa, it really is. And is it know? run by volunteers? Um, it's, it's not necessarily run by volunteers. The, the, there is some it volunteers, was. but there are um, trained counsellors oh, right. um, there as well. But they do training and development there, so mm. you can go and learn. Um, Counseling, we're going to be trained in it and stuff, and they work on the Carl Rogers theory of self actualization. Oh, so, nice. you know, um, with the belief that everyone will achieve um, given the right conditions. Yeah. So, yes, if you've got like um, a plant in poor soil and a plant in good soil, yeah, then they'll both become a plant and flower, just one will be better quality than the other. So, the yeah, same with people, nice. just, yeah. just what like, environment, the environment it? that you, you put someone Absol in, and the support, and the support, yeah. But they are, yeah, they're amazing. But I was also just going to mention that um, the 3rd of March was a year since the death of Sarah Everard. Yeah. As well. Oh, yeah. Um, and on the 7th of March, which is yesterday, um, they've launched the Safer Streets campaign. That's right. Um, so Emily Spurrell's put forward um, a campaign to um, educate um, bus drivers and frontline mm -hmm. workers but they're going into 70 schools oh wow to really? educate and um, raise awareness of sexual harassment and misogyny and i just think that's amazing yeah mm -hmm. it is and i know that if um they've, they've brought a part of the campaign that if you're in the sefton uh, no the nosley area um yeah. and if you're struggling in a bar and you're a bit unsure yeah. you go up and you ask for angela yeah, and, and, and they'll, they'll they'll take you somewhere and they make sure that you're safe. I even saw some when I was driving before some bus advertising. It was on the back of the bus about that. That's good, Ask for it? Angela. Yeah. yeah, so they've put a lot of money into making us aware about mm -hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's all about training, isn't it? And awareness and educating people, mm -hmm. and, isn't it? And just being kind. And one of our mm -hmm. raffle prizes was amazing today, and it was um, a photograph frame. And it said, if you can be anything, you know, be kind. Uh, I think my raffles prize, I won was better. The second one. The, the chocolates? Yeah. No, the chili no. pants. I was made off with that. Laura yeah. Ashley gloves. Laura, Laura Ashley, Ashley gardening gloves. If there would have been, if there would have been one person, I'd have bet my money <laughs> on the Laura Ashley glove. It would have been Scotty. And it's about time for me to do my planters and everything. So I was made up with that and my chili plants. And then you can make us something to eat using the chilies. The fresh chilies. Win 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 win. Brilliant. Amazing. So the event today, when you had the little idea in your head 
and then tell us your journey of your event because I think you've been a bit boss about it. Boss. Yeah. Bossy. Well, bossy. No, I said boss. So I spoke. <laughs> I spoke with you over a cup of coffee. We did. You went. Yeah, go on. We'll have a go with that. So and your way. And then I met Christine and Anna. Yeah. And um, then we thought, yeah, we'll come up with an idea. And Christine was really good. And I've been to see you a couple of times, haven't I, over the event space and what we needed. Um. And yeah, just went off. Got some raffle prizes. Mm. There's a little bit of research. You most invited most of the people. To be fair. Well, we just said I that was out there. We I was told it was coming. And I think they got a really good deal, I've got to say, Christine. It was amazing. But I but it's nice actually because Christine came on the show when we were in um lockdown on, on Zoom and everything. In fact, you're the first person we've ever had with this is our like, very first look at that. Yeah. Oh, the audience are clapping <laughs> if you can't hear it. Hang on. Our gorgeous Pat Morgan. Um says you're amazing ladies are oh, thank, thank you, you. Pat. Yeah. and pat's gorgeous as well we love oh. pat. so it. yeah so um you're our first person we've actually sat with that hasn't been on zoom but christine came on zoom and she talked about doing this and what she was doing and um the location of it and everything in waterloo and so we said oh well, we'll come and do a show there and we'll have you on again so i made off i think it's like yeah we've done this with a few people where we've come back to them and and it's continuity you know and we're in the venue and, and what she's done i think everyone thought was excellent yeah, tonight it's so it's been brilliant it's amazing yeah. put your hand out put it over your shoulder <laughs> and say well done me get him Pano. Yeah. So we've had the lovely graze board. And, we've got um, a welcome drink, raffle prize, mm. and the lovely Barbara made the cakes and the sweet treats cool. for the bag. Did Jean help you with the cakes? Hang on a minute. Oh, so Bob, hang on, Bob's, and if we don't mention Jean, she'll go off her head. So <laughs> me, Mum, and Jean, but Jean's at the footy now, so she won't be listening. Actually, but thank you, Jean, as well, for making the cakes. Helen tried to pretend she made the cakes, Barbara. I did say that I'd made them, but yes, I thought that Diane, nobody would ever believe Diane, that. Diane, believed. Diane was going, well, did she? And Deb was going, and I went, no, I'm mum made them. <laughs> they said, who made these? Like and I said, me. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, like, nobody would take any notice of that. Yeah, yeah. I know. No, thank <laughs> you to me, mum, and thank you to Jean <laughs> for making the cakes. And they do make boss cakes. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, they do make boss cakes, yeah. So, future events. Okay, so this was, this was a taster, a little dip in the water, wasn't it? Yeah. Future events. Yeah, I spoke with some people this afternoon um, who seem really interested in coming along to our wellbeing event in the summer. Um, so the wellbeing event is for like the whole family, I feel, right. men and women, and to yeah. raise awareness of, like for example, um, I spoke with Debbie? Di Diane, Diane, Melanoma. Yeah. Di Di so I spoke with Diane. She was explaining that you know um, what she does and uh, like about her amazing um, story. So she's happy, gonna happily come along. And people who like men for men's health as well as women's health because I feel that they don't look after themselves like they should, you know. Um, Absolutely. And getting them to talk. And there's a guy I know who is involved in his ex forces and mm -hmm. he's involved in a charity um, for ex service personnel who deal with mental health problems. Yeah. And they're happy to come along because they don't Brilliant. talk neither do they about their mental health and stuff. So, mm -hmm. yeah, there's a few people, a few local people in West Derby who've already said, yeah, I'd be interested. Fantastic. So, raising awareness of things that people can volunteer for, but not just volunteer because if you volunteer in the park, it helps your mental health and mm -hmm. helps. So where exactly is it is it going to be not a screen park or we haven't made a decision on mm. the uh, location that we need to speak to some people um, okay but I think they'll find that out in the next couple of weeks brilliant what's yeah. this space and have you got an exact date yes or not 
one of the first two weeks in September, we said, Oh, brilliant, okay. Because my daughter's getting married in the summer. And we oh, yeah, you want it after third. that, don't you? Yeah. You don't want to be having that in the night. And what a small world, because your daughter teaches in the same school as Phil um, Watkins, who we had on here, the, who champions fostering, because um, he's a German teacher there, and your daughter right. teaches maths, yeah, doesn't yeah. she? As soon as she said maths, I was like, oh, we're not <laughs> yeah. like, Whoa. And also, <laughs> your daughter went to... St. Mary's in West yeah. Derby, where my mum and Anne worked. Yeah. So, like, it's when she walked in, it was way. like, ooh, you know what I mean? Were here from I need to get a picture of Mr. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cedric had a picture. Oh. Yeah, cool. You were the deputy, weren't you? And act were you acting head for a bit? Yeah, for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. So, yeah, she's, um, and that's nice, isn't it? That yeah. All these years later. And you can't go anywhere with them without somebody knowing them. Oh. you know yeah from when they were little in berlin and everywhere <laughs> all around the world yeah yeah um and so the health and well-being event is going to be for the community isn't it for the families yeah. and that. but when we had our little cup of coffee we did say possibly three things <laughs> yeah you were pushing for the first one i was pushing i said a big outdoors thing get mm. up a mountain oh, i thought yeah. like no maybe yeah. not um maybe a gala dinner I thought the ball in more than the walk, to be fair. <laughs> I thought the walk up the mountain, I thought we could do an indoor and outdoor and, and a thing, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, and a mixture and things like that. You can make it an annual event and, you know, make it bigger. And actually, I posted um, some pictures before on social media of the event, and someone said straight away, you should do this every month. Every that's, month? That's one of the comments. You should Ooh. do this every month. I thought, school. I think what your vision was to then, so I, I'm going to say like all the boss stuff that you did because you haven't spoke about them. So, well, I love this actually. I've brought some yeah. cards. So we have laminated cards of inspirational women who've done amazing things. And it tells us I haven't got my glasses on, so I have to put a long arm. Um, and it tells us all about what they've done and why they inspire us and what they've taught us. And you did over 100 of these, didn't you? Yeah. So over 100, the different women, so all the hard work that went into yeah. that. Then we had, and which was like a little, yeah, 100. And we had a bit of a quiz. So we had a quiz. We yeah. had a quiz. Oh. And well done to Kathy and Joyce for winning the quiz. I was pipped at the post. Sandra's fuming, if anybody knows. I was pipped yeah. at the post because I don't wash soaps, do I? So I didn't have a clue, but I should have known Anthony Brown because I really like her and I follow her on Twitter. Oh, so yeah. I was gutted. So the quiz was all about local Liverpool women. So that was like questions about them. Yeah. So, so keeping it like local. Keeping it all local, keeping it yeah. like positive with the women and stuff like that. And then we had um what else did we have? We had a raffle and thank you, massive thank you to everybody who donated raffle prizes. Yeah. And um on the other goodie bag. Oh, and the goodie bags. And thank you to Rasa. A massive thank you to Rasa, who oh, donated yeah. some um, stress balls, stress balls and, 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 and straw strings, bags, straw strings bags yeah. and things. So I wanted to speak about the cards I picked up because I was made up. You know how sometimes you're just somewhere in the right things there for you. And I read this and it's Hedy Lamar. And it said, why she inspires us. She's an actress and a scientist. Her work on radio guidance system for Allied torpedoes during World War II contributed to the development of modern Bluetooth and Wi-Fi technology. And I have heard something about that previously. And it says beauty and brains are never mutually exclusive. And sometimes I always feel um, women get pigeonholed, you know. And I remember I flew with a girl who was, um, when I was a BA, who was a model. She was absolutely stunning girl. And um, she, and the, some people like used to speak to her like she was stupid because she was really good looking girl. And she had a degree in maths. 
and people didn't realize and you know it, it's it's sometimes as a woman you you get judged really on your appearance or people think because you look like this you're this type of person um and i think and i might be wrong i don't know but i do feel that happens more to women than men i don't know if there's that as a fact i'm making an assumption but I do feel that, that that that's the case, you know. So I really liked that when I got that. I thought that was an excellent one. And you picked some good one. And Elaine was made up with her, Elaine Courtney, because she had Malala, um, who she loves. And she's always, she spoke to me about her before. Yeah. She's, like, really inspirational for her. So I thought that was, um, you did, you've like done so one. much research. Oh, so Christine Fennell, oh, let's pick this one out. Oh, oh and it's yeah, Helen yeah, Keller, of course, yeah. yeah. And she lost her sight in her hearing at a young age. Um, but she defied expectations to achieve a bachelor's degree and inspired generations as an activist for disability rights. Um, and Keller refused to live life as a local invalid. Um, in her own words, life is either a great adventure or nothing. And I think when you see people, uh, I've been blessed to be able to work with people who are um, deaf and blind. And when you see how they communicate, it's unbelievable. And I went yeah. on a course and uh, we had to communicate with a woman and it was just unbelievable and it was so she'd um lost her she'd lost her sight and then she lost her hearing like a bit later on so she could um she could speak but because then she'd lost her hearing she couldn't hear to so he used to sign to her on her hand and then she used to answer her, which was just amazing and the first time i did it was just like wow and then we had to like guide around the building and things and we did that training and and you just think you know um and she watched she watched the telly you know and, and she read the news and then stuff and you're like what you know and she said oh i stay up all night and i just like um i'm on youtube and things and you think and and she has this communication device and it, and it types onto her hand but, but that shows you the brain inside the mm -hmm. person isn't it you know we make assumptions but some people have incredible minds don't they irrespective of gender and that's what you're mm -hmm. talking about and you mentioned that the ha the hashtag is break the biases yeah, the this bias, year, break yeah. the bias this year so it's it's about um you know anyone can do anything yeah. you know whoever they are and you didn't just speak about you, the, the women sort of gender bias you, you spoke about rights for everyone didn't yeah. you and about everyone being able to access and one of the cards you had here um is about a black woman which i thought was very good bessie coleman and it said she was prevented from holding a pylons a pilot's license in the US due to the fact she was both black and a woman. Uh, Coleman moved to France and became the first woman African-American and Native American descent to earn an aviation pilot's license. Um, and what she taught us, which is what you put on the edge of each one, the lesson from each person, sometimes thinking outside the box and bending the rules is the best way to achieve your dreams yes i agree with that bending the rules definitely yeah um, there was one that said a croc take a crocodile to school i wasn't too sure about that the zoologist <laughs> i didn't i didn't get that one so much joan beauchamp proctor uh, the first female curator of reptiles at london zoo proctor was a world-renowned zoologist and an expert in snakes and lizards um, when in doubt, bring a crocodile to school. <laughs> Joan, age 16. I, I like that. See, my I have one, and it's when in doubt, buy both. That's my mom. When in oh, doubt, buy I like both. That. Yeah, I've always said that. Mm -hmm. Do you use that one, Bob? When, when in, in doubt, doubt, buy both. 
When yeah. in South by both. Yeah. yeah. Sophie was here before. She was made up because she got Emily pancakes. Did she get Emily pancakes? Oh, Emily pancakes. Hey. And, and she took it. She took it home. Did oh, she yeah. loves it. She loves yeah. it. We've got a mate who calls her Emily pancakes. That's her nickname. <laughs> Emily pancake. Yeah. A nickname is so Mike Rome calls it Emily Pancake, and um, isn't it funny how there's you know we thirty got... people in and there's a hundred of these things and that happens to be the one that yeah, she gets in weird, front of her. Yeah. But yeah, she's Emily Pancake, so uh, yeah, yeah, which cool. is cool. That was it? brilliant. So you're going to escalate this then and take it further? You yeah. think? Yeah. You pleased with it? Are you pleased you I'm did really it? Happy, yeah. Are you? Yeah. Oh. I think it was excellent, and I wish we could have shown the speeches everyone made before because. Four of you stood up and introduced yourselves and said what you did, and it was just brilliant, really, really good um, to hear. And you know, it's the, the whole point of us starting this show that we did in the lockdown was to talk about um, everyday people doing great stuff locally in the local community and, and the difference you can make to the, your local community. And I come to these things that Helen sorts out with people along with who, and then I go, oh, I'm really glad I came and I really enjoy it, but I have to have the encouragement to come to stuff like this, you know? So it's it's making things available for others to yeah. access. And, and the work you're doing, especially about menopause and things, that'll inspire someone or someone who's going through having a bad time through that, you know? um your your talk your journey the, the workshops you've done um and especially how you've seen your husband now go and talk with that that's making a massive difference to local people's lives in your community so a massive massive clap for you oh there's a big clap for yeah. i'm considering you were really really nervous weren't you yeah, yeah. so I want, I'd, I'd like you to, to tell us your nervous journey to being like boss today right how nervous were you um, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, I did feel really nervous. And although um, Anna said before you couldn't tell, I was proper shaking when I was standing up before. I did miss a few things out, but the, like I couldn't go back because I couldn't look and miss me. Um, you know, so I want to go back to five weeks when we said, Yeah, we'll have a cup of coffee. And you and I had a cup of coffee, and then we were going to go meet Christine and Anna. Yeah, but you're the kind of person who, like, when you sit talking to you, you think, oh, I think you can do anything. But then you walk away and think, oh, hang on a minute. Yeah, but you can and you've done it. No, but um, you, you didn't want to come mm -hmm. and meet. Oh, oh, God, no, I was going to cancel, yeah. Who didn't you want to meet? Was it Penno, was it Christine? Yeah. <laughs> Penno was and Anna. Was it Anna? Was it Anna? It wasn't Anna. So the per, so you didn't want to. So you... No, it was just my nerves. I like, got really got me, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, and I was like, no, I won't go. I'll just cancel. I won't go. But then I went. But now you've done it. Yeah, you feel really good. Yeah, yeah. That was like my journey up Snowden. Yeah. <laughs> when I thought I was going to die, but I was made up when I did it. But you see, that's it now. You're Can we tell the story of coming down snow? No, it was going all over the sheep. Oh, it was the sheep the one. <laughs> what? No, that was going all. Was. I was like, this well, actually, and you were speaking to me. So I didn't know this, but I had a medical problem, not with my head, with my body at the time. <laughs> so I was going up Snowden, and this one, this went, and I was like, it's going. <gasps> And my husband, who I was with then, used to teach outdoor pursuits and stuff. So he was like, you know, action man. And I was going, yeah, I've overcommitted. I regret. And my son's <laughs> running up like a goat up Snowden. And I was like, yeah. And he went, I knew you'd be like this. It's okay. And I was like, <laughs> anyway, so as I'm going up, and I was like, I thought I've got to do this. My son was running up, sitting, waiting for us for 20 minutes then. And then it was only 10. And I was mortified. So I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. 
So I went up to, and these people are pensioners have been up and coming down and I'm still on the way up and they've all got these walking. And this one goes, is it your first time? And I was so embarrassed. I went, since the transplant, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was so ashamed of myself. Oh. <laughs> I was I was 39, I wasn't even 40. And then I got to the top and I said, like, <laughs> and Jen went, you look like you did when you had the baby. I said, I feel like I did when I had the baby. I thought I was going to And then there were people who came on a train and I was like, oh, <laughs> the swines. Um, and then I came back down and I'm not great with like um, the countryside. <laughs> I'm not great with like the countryside and wildlife and stuff like that. You know, I'm a real city person. So it's nice to look at but that's that anyway so then i came down and i wear glasses generally for like driving and stuff and i was like what's that what's that and my husband said he didn't want to say anything and he said he was thinking oh no wait till she sees that anyway a lorry you wouldn't believe it, it took us ages oh i'd also have to use the toilet in a bush which was equally traumatic so it kept coming down a lorry pulls up and it's like literally 200 sheep it must have been and i was like that <gasps> and they let the um the gate open on the lorry and all these sheep just run out and i was like no because no. i literally thought I, if a sheep came up to me now i'd be out the door i'm just i just can't bear anything yeah. like that <laughs> so honestly if a sheep came up if like a wild animal came up to me i'd like it and they were all these sheep. Oh, wild sheep So I ran and it was 10 up to like guide me round the side and he was going, it's on. And I was like, no, no. And then we went to Pete's Eats to have something to eat in Clamberis and we were camping. And then I, and I think I went to bed at eight o'clock that night. And I was like that. I, so I just can't time. wait to see the two walkers who were in the pub and they say, Have you had a great oh my god, you should have seen this woman who's just had a transplant oh, and she got it. Oh, he was amazing. Right to the top. You oh, told me you can't no. do it. This woman's had a transplant. I did after have surgery, quite major surgery, but I didn't you know that at the time. Yeah. I did we didn't know, and that's obviously why I was knackered. But him, um, but it was because I'm such an athlete now. Like, but <laughs> you went up Mulvama. I will Mulvama. I used to get Mulvama all the time. My friend really used to run up when he was five, and we used to love all of that. But Snowden's a different kettle of fish. It than is. Mulvama. Snowden's, Snowden's a bit tricky. But there we go. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so that was my that was my mountain that I climbed. So we all have our own mountains. Yeah. But you've climbed yours now, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. you're going to do a little challenge, aren't you? Climbing another mountain, talking about <gasps> mountains. Oh, she coming with us? Oh, yes, you're going to come to Killy. But apart from that, what else are you going to do this year? Hell Vellum. Great. That, where's that? Why is it called Hell? <laughs> <laughs> because it is. In the Lake District. In the Lake District. Oh, right. Okay. Mm. Yeah, we love the Lake District. I've done Skidore before. Oh, right. Well, that's quite high. That's yeah, that tough. is. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I had to put five wild weeds on that. Yeah, yeah. Wild weeds. A wild weed. Oh, yeah. yeah, the wind in the bush. Oh, wild weed. Well, the worst thing that happened to me up Movama once was because you can normally go up Movama and back without using going alone. That's fine. I needed a way going up Movama once, and there were these bushes at the side which are trees now. Vernon was little, so I thought, and 
Mills will go, she'll be fine in there, go on. And I was like, that running, you don't make sure no one comes because I like mortified. So I had to have a wild way, as you put it. Mm-hmm. Next minute, a sheep. No, where's a man <laughs> in combat clothes dressed in a backpack who was obviously training to join the Marines or something. And I was like, that. And I went, <laughs> like that just screamed. He didn't even say sorry or anything. He just like blacked me and carried on. And I thought he was on a train. He's probably seen it all before. Oh, he, he didn't was see anything. Can we just clarify that? He was probably terrified. Oh, I was. I screamed. I jumped out my skin. I thought, how did there was nobody anywhere? And just at the time I go through we in a bush, a man comes back. Come on, man appears. So there we go. So there we go. So we do have a format to our show. We're just having a little chat with Fletcher. Um, so shout out to the grown-ups. Any grown-ups who've done amazing things. Um, Any grown-ups? We'd yes. ask, we'd ask for a bit of audience participation. Yes. yes. Oh, go on, you go. Well, you. okay. I'd like to give a shout out to Anna because Anna came to. Um, are you going to talk about this? Because if you are, I don't want to. No, talk. you've okay. in. Go Sorry. On, well, no, but it is a shout out. Well, I'll just tell her my part because okay. Anna did this hypnotherapy thing with us, this weird stuff, which was fantastic <laughs> and amazing on Friday. And it's solution focused hypnotherapy. So, she was i think it was i don't know what whether it was to make us sleep or whatever but anyway we went there and she started talking and i was listening and then i was just like completely unaware of anything and it had been and i thought i haven't heard any of her words and it was 28 minutes It, it was there but and she said oh you'll relax later and i was driving to manchester then to pick my son up because he'd come back from italy and that night i slept like a log but i've slept like a log since and i wake up dead early any like five o'clock whatever i don't sleep loads but when i've been to bed i've just slept so deeply it was just amazing so that was a big success that anna did that and so a massive shout out to you anna yeah and i'm gonna so anna's over there um so yeah a massive massive shout out and you know part of we anna was starting a feel good friday um and we were like really lucky, I think, to, to have her to come into our work. And we had Jack and Beth who came in, who were only young people, um, and they bought into it. And then they sent. These, yeah. I said, "Oh, I said you need to tell me." We went back to the office, and I said, um, "After lunch, um, just write a few words about how you're feeling, and, and just send them to Anna, just you know, as a nice mm-hmm. little thing like that." And um, they said they emailed them, and then they said, oh, "We've emailed," I and I said, "All oh, right." I said, "Are you going to tell me what they are?" And they both read them, and I was like, "Oh, it's just like thank you." It was amazing, and it was just how nice they felt and how more productive mm. they were, and they were more chilled, and um, they just felt in a better place to be able to to take the it's week. It's amazing. On, which... It's really, really. So yeah. we are going to have feel good Fridays in uh, in the office, which is um, you know massive for everybody. Um, any other grown ups? Mm. I'm going to give a shout out to Penno. I'm yeah, gonna give definitely. a shout out to Anna. I'm gonna give a shout out to Liz. Yeah. And to everybody for coming today and supporting. Uh, and your mum and Jean. And my mum and Jean for cupcake. making the cake. And for Anne for being the designated driver of the, of the Golden Girls. Well done, Anne. Oh. Yeah. Um, and everybody who's come and supported, and the people who haven't yeah. been able to come, they've supported by buying raffle yeah. tickets. And um, we'll give a little total of what's been raised. I was going to say, do you know what you've yeah. raised? Or... No, just, no, I can tell no. send it We'll send okay, it over and then we'll, we'll do a little. We'll um, post it on the Facebook page. We'll have a little shout out. But a massive thank you to everybody for. Um, supporting and things like that um, any more grown-ups any grown-ups well i'd just like to mention my john 
yes, so okay, tight yeah. because he started it. He did it a while back, and then lockdown happened, and he started his running group up again on a Sunday oh, morning, yeah. not a screen park, of which Helen goes along to. Yes. And he's made up because she does the warm down exercises. Yes. Um, but you've also got another friend that goes. Is it Lynn? She so goes. Lynn Trust goes. So Lynn Trust. So Pat and they've gone now, but they mm. um, they know Lynn and Chrissy. Um, Kinsey, who was yeah, who was I was in school with her when when I was three. Okay. <laughs> so well, I've known her all that time. So he's been doing it on a Sunday morning along with Steve's friends, yes. and they're a good they're good actor. Yeah. Um, but the amount of women who've come up to him and said how much it's helping them with their mental health. So he's just running with a group of women, really. Mm-hmm. There's not many men. He just yeah. takes his women out on a Sunday. I was I was quite surprised that there was about four. of about four fellas when I went. I was yeah. quite shocked that there was a few guys, um, which is quite nice that everybody just goes out and goes for yeah. fun. And it's um, it's lovely and it's anybody's welcome. And I have mentioned it a few times on the show. And he doesn't let any, because he's been running groups before where there's been like little clicks and he mm. doesn't like that to happen. But last <laughs> Sunday, Steve took the run and he went a bit rogue. Yeah. <laughs> it got to like 10 to 11 and he was still in Nosley somewhere. So I think he ended up running about seven miles. How he did, far he did, did low. Uh, they got up to about four, four and a half miles, but Steve went, I know where we're going this week on your mum's face. Well, I saw something on a post and I thought, oh, where's that? That looks like Nosley, but oh, they wouldn't have gone there. Yeah. Oh, so they did, yeah. They did, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what time they got back. Yeah. So yeah, I'd like to give him a shot and the group and for anyone who wants to go along on a Sunday morning. Yeah. 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 And I'm going to, um, so Steve and jo- um, John, John have um, said that they will come on the show, but they are going to be together. Um, because John's a little bit, and probably in your kitchen, because yeah. John's a little bit. Cindy's gonna come on. Yeah, dusting off her leg warmers and a lycra. Sweatbands, amazing, amazing. Um, so we do show red face. We've got seven minutes. We're cool. Um, red face. Have you got any? Let me have a little think. I, I tend to look one. at me diary. Oh, go on. Then I look at me so diary, and then I don't think about this. So my son wakes away on train the Northern Bell. So he's gone now for the oh, most yeah, we had the whole of March, right? Oh. And they've been doing these um, holiday trips, you know, sort of yeah. like the, the guest has paid 5000 for mm. a little dance with Antondre Ben. Oh. Anyway. You go on the train, you go all round, and then you dance with Antondre Glen Glenn Eagles and all that. Yeah, anyway, he went and he went last week and he sent me a message saying, I've got him on. I didn't have my glasses on. So I thought I sent him a thumbs up and stay safe. But I sent him a middle finger. <laughs> so he messaged me back and he goes, Mum, did you have your glasses on when you sent that message? I was like, No, son. Oh. <laughs> you had it's okay then. That's quality. That's that's awesome. And Tom's been our guest. Tom was our guest during yeah. lockdown and he ran yeah, um, the virtual London Marathon and he's ran the London Marathon. And he's doing he's training for something now, isn't he? Yeah, he's doing something in um um, it's on Father's Day, no, Mother's Day, 27th of March. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something, I think it's a, a half marathon in Liverpool, I think. Yeah. That's he's... his next run. But he's been posting on social media. He's in London at the moment and he's doing, he does runs over the depot. He's doing yeah. all his training while he's oh, So I've been following this, his yeah. training and stuff that he's doing while, he, while he's been out. So he's, yeah. he's in training, yeah, which is good. Well, what's well, your red face this week? No, I think, I've, well, I told you there's a part two of the Hoover. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that would do. Part one so, well, I took I took the Hoover to town time. to Hoover the office, our office, because the office was a bit of a mess. So I took the Hoover. I, I took this other Hoover that smelled of fire. So basically, I took, I took the Dyson in from home. So I Hoovered the office, and then when I drove home, I got home, 
and there's like three meters of cable of the hoover hanging out the car and the <laughs> the plug must have bounced up past the royal or up into west derby whatever so then i was like oh and then, so i took the hoover in so then i went and so i told this and then i went to hoover and um sent me a photograph basically i had so you've got your plug there and the prong bits and everything were off it <laughs> there was no was, prongs and no it and no fuse and it's it was, just a blank and so like, i got this photograph oh, i've got friends coming for dinner <laughs> and, uh, so the, there was the back and um the prong and i thought oh i hope they're not someone in someone's tire or something you know, like the big off the plug you should so, have told yeah. that because everyone will no, be looking at the well, you so. prove it <laughs> <laughs> So it's molded to the wire. So um, I'm hoping your fill will help with this electrician and you'll put a new plug on. Yeah, but I need one quickly. So, so obviously, because I want to, I went and got a yard brush from Hope for $2.99. One that hadn't been used outside to do the carpet. Winner. Yeah. Winner. Winner. Yeah. There's always a way, isn't there? There's always a way around everything. I always say that. Brilliant. Fantastic. So, Skillshare. Have you got no red face? I don't know. I haven't. I've been quite good. Oh, right. I can punch you now. I've not jumped out on anybody. Go on. Well, when I, go, when I go on holiday with my friends, they always say, can you poach me an egg? Because they can't do it in a pan of boiling water. So what's your trick of poaching an egg then? Boil the water. Do you put vinegar in it? Well, I know yeah. you boil the water. Boil the water. Do you swirl it? No, boil the water up. When it comes to the boil, lower it down, put the egg in, and come back to the boil. Perfect. And does it time. stay like that? Yeah, perfect every time. I can put that in now. It's all right because people swirl it down and they say put vinegar in and and i remember going somewhere they said put vinegar in and i went to somewhere and i had two poached eggs on toast and i was like oh and i never send food i'm, I'm quite cool and i have to say i said oh mate i said i think you've got a bit too much vinegar in the water there it's just like vinegar on toast <laughs> oh yeah, like, yeah. Just i don't put vinegar in no, but i don't i don't let it go down that's because you don't eat eggs anymore because you're vegan yeah. i do eat eggs I eggs and a fish. <laughs> I do eat fish, you know. I was thinking that. I should tell you. No, I know. I'm a, I'm a flexitarian. I'm a pescatarian. I'm a flexitarian. You're a flexitarian. You just eat what you want. No, but I, I don't eat meat or chicken. I eat fish and vegan. No dairy. No dairy, no gluten. You can't have gluten because that makes you poorly. Yeah, it's um, I'm a vegan, but I eat a fish. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm a vegan who eats fish and wears leather shoes. Well, it's not for, it's for health reasons. It's not for. So you wear it's... shoes? No, 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 leather shoes. It's not to be kind to animals. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, right. All okay. these people are having a are having a dog now. I know I'm not a prescriptive vegan. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Prescriptive Romanian. Um, so, so do you have a mantra that you live by? Yeah, I think so. I thought about this one. Oh, so on. it's not what you say to someone, and it's not what you do for someone. It's how you make them feel. Oh yeah, 100%. I like that. So it's not what you say or what you do, or what you do, it's how you make them feel, how you make or them how you leave them feel, how you leave them yeah. feeling when you've yeah. been with them. Brilliant. And I leave yeah. Scotty always feeling happy. <laughs> 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 
You never have a sad day when you're with Scotty. I have a little thing on my phone, you know, called Scottyisms. And when she sends me these random texts to screenshot them, and if I'm having a bit of a sad day, I just flick through them. <laughs> <laughs> read them, and it's like, this is fun. I am going to write a book called you Scottyisms. Know Guess what happened now? <laughs> Guess what? Well, we want to say massive thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you to Fletchers for hosting us and for staying. And, and, um, yeah. And uh, let us. I thank you to everybody for being here tonight. Amazing. Let me press stop before you swear. Yeah. I'm going to see everybody next week.